Welcome to the Coach's Nook, your weekly boost of coaching caffeine. I'm Anna Maria. I'm Vicenta. We are two certified professional coaches who are passionate about helping people move towards the life that they want to lead. Every episode, we'll be sharing practical tools and techniques that are easy enough to implement right away so you can experience the impact of coaching for yourself. Grab your favorite drink and join us for the conversation. We have all come across a time in our life that we needed to have a difficult conversation with someone. It could be difficult for several reasons, such as the person you need to speak to is an unreasonable person, or the topic can be a sensitive one. Whatever the reason, it is difficult, which is unique to you. This podcast will provide you the tips to use to help make the difficult conversation easier. We want you, the listener, to think about a difficult conversation you had or may have and see how you can learn to make it easier the next time. Wow, you know, this is actually a difficult topic right here, because I tend to avoid those difficult conversations. For me, it seems like I have to wind myself up and gather up lots of courage to have difficult conversations. I get jittery when I have to have one. And it's not that I have never had any difficult conversations, but it, you know, it really does take a toll on me. I hear you and I understand as I also tend to avoid them myself. What is it that makes the conversation difficult for you? (laughs) What a great question. I think for me, it's, you know, I'm so empathetic and I tend to get in the shoes of the other person. So I'll anticipate and feel the hurt or the anger or whatever the person may feel as a result of my words. And then I also anticipate their reaction. And you know what? That's actually an assumption or a a limiting belief that I've been having all these years. Oh, my. Wow. What a realization. Yes. It's the assumptions or limiting beliefs that have gotten in the way. So I basically have often avoided having difficult conversations because of of those things. Could it possibly be you were protecting yourself from being hurt by the person's reaction? Yes, I, I think that that's true for many conversations. Yeah. A while back, I did a video, which you can find on my Facebook page, about how to have a difficult conversation. The the tips I provide were, remember your why. What I mean by this is, what is the reason you are having the conversation? Two, why is it important to you to have the conversation? Three, discovering what makes the conversation difficult. This is where you discover any inner blocks you may have, such as assumptions based on the past or limiting beliefs about the person you may be having the conversation with. Four, role-playing. As a coach, 
I would be the person my client would be having the conversation with. So they can practice and make sure that they own their feelings and their actions so they do not put the other person on the defensive. I would also like to mention that my clients who have tried this method have all told me that it prepared them well and the conversation went much better than they had expected it to. Wow, that's so great. I would like to comment on your first point, Anna Maria, and that is remembering why you are having this conversation. Is it to express your feelings about something or is it that you are really angry and really want to suck it to them? I think it's really important to be self-reflective before going out and having a difficult conversation. Is it in your relationship where you're not having your needs met? Is it at work where there may be some friction with a colleague or a boss? Or perhaps you made a mistake and feel too afraid to own up to it for fear of repercussions. What is the point of the conversation? That is a perfect segue into my next point. Why is the conversation important? Vicenta, you just pointed out that it could be to express your needs in a relationship. This is important because if you do not tell the other party what your needs are, you will soon start building resentment, which will drive a wedge between the two of you. Also, if we do not express our needs, the other person may not know what we need or want. That's so true, Anna Maria. You know, you often hear people say, well, you know, if he loved me, he would know my needs. But as we all know, nobody or, you know, maybe a handful in the world can read the other person's mind. And the only way to get to know anything about the other person is actually talking it out. And I think that creating an environment where people do feel safe to express themselves is really important. And it has to come from a place of love and respect, at least in romantic or familial relationships and, and friendships. Yes, absolutely. In a workplace, respect is paramount. Even if you do not like the other person for whatever reason, it could be as simple as a personality clash. You must always treat them with respect. I tell my employees at work that if they want to put a picture up at home and throw darts at it at the person they don't like, go right ahead if it feels better. However, at work, you treat each other with respect. <laughs> That's so funny. And it works. They love it. They get my <laughs> point, And that's why I say it. <laughs> oh, you crack me up, Anna Maria. One of the reasons why starting a, a conversation may be difficult is because we have assumptions about the person or about how the person will take it. For me, it's definitely fear-based. It's assuming that the person may react as always, which is uncomfortable and you may worry about the consequences. 
It could be that the person breaks up the relationship. It could be repercussions at work, or you're afraid you'll break down and get emotional, and you're afraid of looking immature or unprofessional. This could all come from our past experiences where many of us were not allowed to express the full range of our emotions. And so it's easy to assume that any difficult conversation will get out of control or not end well. I totally agree with you that fear is the underlying reason why we avoid difficult conversations based on the reasons you mentioned. The next tip is to role play with someone else, either a friend, colleague, or a coach, in order to plan out and practice what you will say, and also practice your nonverbals and your reactions to what they may say. You also need to make sure that you are clear on the purpose of the conversation and what outcome you are hoping to achieve. This helps ease the anxiety of going into the difficult conversation. Part of the role play is to ensure you will own your feelings and use I statements. For example, a conversation when you tell your spouse so when they did not call you and let you know they have gone out for a drink with the guys after work, pre-COVID of course, and you worry because you cannot get a hold of them. In my case, my husband shuts his phone when he is with a group of friends, for example. Instead of saying, you make me so angry and upset when I can't get a hold of you, you would say, I worry when I do not hear from you as I think something has happened to you because you did not call me like you usually do. Going out with the guys is cool. I just need to know you are okay. Yes, that's a great example of the difference between owning your feelings and not shaming or blaming the other person. It is important to note that we choose our feelings in response to an event or circumstance. No one is responsible for how we feel. Oftentimes, people do not realize this and they blame the other person for making them feel a certain way. Yes, absolutely. And this is a good time to include that timing is very important. You do not want to start a conversation just before bedtime or at another inopportune time at home or at work. I think it's important that when planning a difficult conversation that the person initiating it is calm and collected and the other person is equally calm and collected as well. Otherwise, under stress, Emotions do fly high, and sometimes people say things that they don't mean and, and regret later. Absolutely. So true. Another point to add on is not to have a difficult conversation when you do not have the other person's undivided attention. It is not fair to expect they will hear you or grasp your point. Being that it is a difficult conversation from the onset makes this even more important to remember. Yes. It's important to be fully present in the moment and engaged and actively listening, isn't it? For sure. Also, make sure that the other person is fully present, engaged, and actively listening. 
And since you're listening in attentively, it's important to look at the issue from the other person's perspective as well. They may not even have a clue there was an issue until you brought it up. This in essence is practicing empathy to look at it from the other person's perspective. Very important, Vicenta, to be empathetic and to be present and engage. Which leads me to the next tip. If things are going awry, stop and take a break so you can regroup and refocus later. Take a walk, grab a coffee or a glass of water, take some deep belly breaths or whatever it is you do to step back. You do not want to add fuel to the fire if it is a heated discussion or you do not want to waste time and effort when you know that the conversation is heading in the wrong direction. Yes, take a break. Another tip is to agree to disagree. We are all different with our own past histories and we all have our own opinions. So agreeing to disagree means that we respect one another, but you have your opinions and I have mine. And ideally, isn't that what we all want? respect and love and being able to be ourselves? Yes, of course, that's what we all want. The episode provided you with tips to use to help make the difficult conversations easier. These tips will help you think about how to handle your next difficult conversations so that it is easier and more effective. Our next episode will discuss the law of attraction. We will end with a quote by an American writer, Margaret Wheatley. Be brave enough to start the conversation that matters. Thank you so much for listening to The Coach's Nook with me, Anna Maria. And me, Vicenta. If you liked what you heard, please hit subscribe and share it with your family and friends. And if you want more information or to schedule a private coaching session with either one of us, please check the show notes on how to reach us. We'd love to hear from you. Remember, never lose sight of where you want to be, which leads me to a quote from an unknown author that we both love. Hold the vision, trust the process. Until next time.